Narutalk, the Narutosha podcast, is made possible through contributions from listeners like you. To help support the podcast and to earn exclusive rewards, head to www.patreon.com forward slash Narutalkpod. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Narutalkpod. Believe it! Hey everyone, this is Naruto Uzumaki, and you're listening to Narutalk. Believe it! Hello everyone, welcome back to Narutalk, the greatest podcast ever to be all about Naruto. I'm your host, Liam English, alone at the top of this week's episode because this week we actually have a very special episode. It is the first ever live recording of Narutalk. We recorded at SUNY Purchase on November 8th, 2019 with the help of the Anime and Stand-Up Club here after a showing of the episodes that we'll be covering this week, which are 48, 49, and 50, which is the uh, the battle between Gara and Rock Lee. It was really a, like an, an incredible experience. A lot of people came out and it was super awesome. They were all really supportive and it was really just an amazing experience for all of us. So without any further ado, here is the very first ever live Narutalk. Set? Looks like we are. All right. Yo, so first of all, everybody, welcome to the very first ever Narutalk live show. If I can get, like, you know, a little bit of applause or something. Thank you. Um, yeah, all right. So I'm your host and creator of this, you know, podcast that we do, Liam English. And uh, with me, as always, uh, is my co-host, Morgan Williamson, whose birthday is today, by the way. Woo! Yeah, happy 19th birthday. Who You share it with the creator of Naruto, Masashi Kishimoto, which is crazy because Katie shares her birthday with Naruto. So just everybody here has Naruto-themed things in their life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mozart's not on Naruto, Raj. <laughs> uh, I'm also, of course, joined by Katie Sudari, my other co-host. And, uh, oh boy, this is going to be awkward. I should have done it in a different order. Um, and Raj. Come on down, Raj. Who brought this up? Yo, show off the headband on your arm. Yeah, this is made by Ali and Heather. Yes, homemade headbands. It's so good. Um, yeah, okay, so first of all, happy birthday, Morgan. Right off happy the bat. Birthday, Morgan. Yeah. Happy birthday, Morgan. How does it feel that your 19th birthday celebration is watching three episodes of Naruto? Um, great. Yeah? Is this what you pictured as like a little kid? 19 yeah. years old in college, yeah. sitting in a room watching Naruto on the big screen. <laughs> No, I'm not, dude, I'm not gonna lie. I had, like, a mental breakdown watching those episodes. It's like, this is where I'm at, yeah. you know? Like, I yeah. never, I, like, tried to put myself in perspective of, like, four-year-old Raj and going, when I'm 19, you know, I'm gonna have, like, a fucking jet. Yeah. Like, no, I'm watching Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's as close to a, to a jet as we can get, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, so, Morgan, for anybody here who has never listened to our podcast before, can you explain what it's about? Why, yes, I can, and I'm sorry for my wonderfully scratchy voice. I'm dying and have the plague. Purchase so. plague. Purchase plague. You know how it be. Um, we listen or watch two to four episodes of Naruto every week. We do not watch filler, canon only. Um, and it's two weeks <laughs> and two normies, and we watch the episodes, and then we talk about it. Yeah, you may notice that, uh, so Raj and I both, like, n knew Naruto before we started this show, and, um, obviously, like, I'm a huge fan, that's why I started it, but, and yet Raj and I are the two that didn't particularly yeah. dress up, <laughs> and these two are dressed as characters from Naruto, low-key. Um, and if you stay the whole time, you get to watch us fight as Sakura. Are you guys yes. gonna just fight to the death at yeah, the end? Really straight up beat the show. <laughs> <each other. laughs> Um, here's something funny that's happening right now. Right next door in the theater, uh, the New Plays Now festival is happening, and one of the plays that I wrote is in it, so <laughs> I'm my own direct competition. 
but you know, I yeah, I was I was standing outside, you know, like low key protesting the new plays now, just being like, yo, if you if you're trying to go to this, I promise you, I wrote this play. It's terrible. Come over here. Come over here. <laughs> Um, but see it tomorrow. See it tomorrow. Oh yeah, no, definitely see it tomorrow. It is actually good. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> telling people it's yeah, it's good tomorrow. Stress. Today they needed to warm up, you know. Um, but yeah, so for those of you that just came for the podcast and the show, this week we watched episodes 48, 49, and 50, and that's like this super iconic fight in Naruto. It's Gara versus Rock Lee. Uh. Yeah, which it's been building up to like pretty much this Legendary. entire time. Yeah. So we're just gonna dive right in. We're just gonna start in our talking about it as we do. Um, so. The podcast, or the show, sorry, this is the podcast. The show <laughs> opens uh, with Hinata's blood being swept up in the arena while Shikamaru worries about Choji. Now, in the last two episodes we watched, these two people fought and this girl just got fucking destroyed. Annihilated. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Like, emotionally, too. Like, she oh, got yeah, bullied yeah. so fucking hard. No, it was like a fourth of an episode of them fighting and then an episode and three-fourths of an episode of him bullying her. Yeah, but then she kind of, like, got him back with her words. I don't, oh, like, yeah. I don't know. I yeah, know, but like, she's the like, one who's like dead. So, she like, got who won? You know? Like, she kind of like set up. Like, you can, you can like, like I don't know if you guys noticed. Liam has like bulging muscles, right? This dude hits the gym like every fucking day. But that means nothing when someone has like a gun, you know? Like, you, you can be fucking ripped as shit if someone's pulling out the Glock. That's it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Shikamaru worries about his teammate Choji because the only remaining contestants are all really strong. Trembling with fear, Choji whines that he should forfeit, but his teacher and like his, his sensei, Asuma, bribes him with barbecue, <laughs> saying that if he wins, they'll go out for all you can eat. This is how I talk to the That's fucking so children at the daycare center. Yeah, yeah. so, like, so like, Raj works at a daycare center. I do, I do, and these kids are just some of the most interesting little beings, because I've never dealt with kids who are like so self-aware that they're like three, so they can just really <laughs> say wherever. Like, so this is one girl. Um, she has the most creative imagination possible. I've never met someone so imaginative, but she's really, she's really specific with the things she like makes up in her head. So every time I approach her on the playground, it's like, oh, are, are you you today or are you someone else? <laughs> and she, I, I went there yesterday and I was like, hey, are you you? And she says, no, no, I'm not. I'm like, okay, who, who are you? And just deadpan just goes, I'm God today. <laughs> I, I couldn't react to that. I'm God? And then I asked her, what made you want to be God? And she says, I, I just felt like it. I, I, just, I just wanted to be God. I'm like, what are you going to do as God? And she says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to balance. And it wasn't like she was on Whoa. anything. She was on the ground. And she she's just, on some Thanos shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, she just planted her feet in the ground and just stood there. And she's like, I'm God. And then, wow. and then a bunch of other little kids saw this and I started doing that. it too. So That's she started having horrible. disciples. I hope she she's just like power. powerful. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to be on that. the background because I'm God and I'm three. Like, yeah. God, <laughs> That's I incredible. That's genuinely terrifying. <laughs> yeah, no, they're scary. <laughs> I would like to see the world that she created in your daycare. <laughs> she's so strange. She, her favorite movie is uh, uh, Peter Pan, but she's never seen it. Which makes oh, like, yeah, okay. she wants to be referred to as Tinkerbell or her real name, but you gotta like gamble like 50 50 because she, get pissed and she if gets you don't pissed. Call the wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ino, Choji's female teammate, considers the cheap shot of appealing to Choji's appetite. While Shikamaru notes that Asuma, so he tells Choji that he'll intervene if the match gets ugly, but in the last fight when the girl was getting beaten up, Asuma was the only sensei who didn't step in to help. So, it's like, it's yeah. a smoke it's like, break 20 yeah, yeah. He just so doesn't want to be there. Exactly. Still, Asuma's words successfully rile up Choji, who cries out in exuberance at the prospect of an all-you-can-eat buffet. Exuberance. I've never related to anything more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go up against Gara for an all-you-can-eat buffet? It depends. 
depends on, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, worst yeah. case scenario, you die, but, like, if you were to win. Yeah, not if it's buffet. a D-Hall buffet, though. Oh, oh yeah. no. <laughs> That's, I don't know. People show on D-Hall all the time. I'm just numb to it. Yeah. I go there, and I'm kind of just not an empty, ve- I'm an empty vessel, no eyes. There's yeah, no yeah. spirit in me. I'm just there to walk around and just yeah. But like you Swallow wouldn't fight everything. Gara for that. You would I would fight, fight anyone for, for no, something. Raj is kind of pretty numb to it. The other day, he walked to the table with one, like, chicken wing on his plate. Just one. <laughs> My eating habits are strange. It's either one chicken wing or, like, six honey buns in a row. It's kind of disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, thank God the hub has honey buns now. It's <laughs> no. like a game changer in my entire college experience. Because, like, you get so gross with the food. Like, you, you, like, you think something hits for mm-hmm. a while, and then it just slowly, you start to hate it. Yeah, yeah. So then you can always turn to, like, donuts with the honey buns. Oh, right? yeah. Across the arena, Gara shakes with bloodlust, stirred up by the previous fight. Konkuro wonders about Neji's abilities, and so he goes over to Naruto to try and, like, get the lowdown on what the guy's all about. Like, they're cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, they didn't just try to, like, kill each other. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> He's just weirdo. like, yo, bro, can you give me some info? But Naruto's just like, yeah, I can tell you all about Neji. I'm gonna beat him up. <laughs> it's not helpful. It's not great. Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Naruto's boisterous attitude goes, does, it kind of charms Konkuro, and he's like, oh, you know, kid, I kind of like you. And Naruto goes, well, I don't like you, just <laughs> oh straight gosh. up. It's maybe the funniest line delivery that Naruto has in the entire show. The fact that Naruto just hates Neji just because of Hinata, though, made me so happy. Oh, yeah, that is really sweet. (laughs) So, canonically, we both didn't really, me and Liam didn't like Hinata a lot. We thought she was just kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, But then now we're doing the podcast. Katie is like in love with Hinata. She resonates with this character so so much. Katie and I are Hinata stands. We're like, oh, Hinata, yes, please. I know, yeah. Yeah. I'm turned around, though. She's honestly the best. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. The more you talk about this show, the more you realize Hinata and Sakura are the only ones who have anything going on upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know that the only reason Sakura has anything going on upstairs is because of her giant forehead. Yeah. bigger brain. It's true, it's true. Hayate prepares the crowd for the next match to begin, and Guy cheerfully declares that Lee will surely be picked this time, but unlike in every other match, Lee is like, oh no, I don't want to be picked. I've waited too long. Which he just is, seems like he was being an angsty teen. Anything. Like he was like trying to rebel <laughs> against Guy who was excited with him, and he was like, no, actually, yeah. I don't want to be picked. Yeah, everyone's confused until the next names show, although before they even like are presented, Gara just like turns into a cloud of smoke and then appears in the arena. And um, when the names are shown, Lee is like, oh, fuck yeah, I actually did want to be picked. This was all reverse psychology. (laughs) He's just so fucking... I love Lee so much. He's my favorite fucking character. He's an absolute goon. He's just kicking there. He's like, yes, I did want it. It was a lie. Yeah, and (laughs) while he's saying that, Sakura is like, um, bro, who are you trying to fool? Like, no one is here for you to... No one cares. Yeah, exactly. And Guy leans over and he's like, Lee... I have to give you a piece of important advice. And then they like, they get all close and guys just like, look out for his gourd. There's something weird about it. Which isn't advice, no, to be clear. It's just saying he has a gourd on his back, which everyone can already see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Lee whips Wait, out his notebook. Down. Yeah, and guy's like, Lee, don't take notes. You're gonna be in a fight. <laughs> Even better advice. Yeah, he writes Even that down advice. too. Oh my gosh. Exactly, yeah. Kakashi and Sakura worry about the well-being of the bushy-browed Genin as he leaps into the arena with immense vigor, commanded forth by his identical master. 
Looking on Konkuro and Tamari, the latter of which is concerned because w- Lee, in an earlier episode, kicked Tamari's fan, and she blocked it, and she's like, oh, this kid has, like, he's fast, but he's actually got no power. But Naruto yells out, this is the second funniest line delivery, he goes, wrong. Yeah, that was so- out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Did they like, I feel like maybe they needed him to say wrong, but Miley had already recorded for that day, so they just went through another sentence and took out her saying wrong and just like threw it in. It was so weirdly animated, it just pops in. Yeah. Well, yo, so this episode, the, uh, the first one is really well animated, except Naruto, yeah. who I feel like just looks ridiculous in every scene he's in. Yeah. Like they knew that he's the weakest part of the show, so they're trying to make a good episode, so they're just trying to downplay him. <laughs> Below, Lee suddenly catches Gara's gourd stopper. Like, we don't actually know what he catches at first, but it's um, Gara sent, like, the cork forward and because he, like, can't wait for the match to start. I hate the word gourd. I hate that you're going to say it a million I'm gonna more say times. Gourd. I'm going to say gourd. I'm sick of it already. Gourd and sand about a thousand times. So if you don't like those words, I feel like, like Anakin in this bitch, bro. Yeah, Fuck exactly. Sand. Exactly. I fucking hate sand. Sand is, like, the worst thing to ever exist. Uh-huh. At the daycare, I, I constantly get... too. This Okay, I, ha- I had to start wearing um, my slides to work because kids know I hate sand. They're really public about how I hate sand. Well, so they do have the knowledge of God on their side. <laughs> Truly. So what they do is they, they, they run up to me. They're like, hey, Raj, hey. I'm like, hi. And they're like, here you go. And they'll just pour sand in my shoe. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Like, why? Why would you do that? Sand is you like fucking the worst weirdo. Thing. No, sand, it's gross. I, I When I come home, I, I just kind of put my shoe in the trash can, just like laying on it. And, and you just hear like little tapping. Because oh, they're still sand in my shoe. They're, I'm right, still right. dealing with this. Bro, imagine how much sand Lee's going to have in his shoes for the rest of forever. Oh, that sucks. Oh, the yeah, no, there's still like sand the in my bags. He's definitely gonna have sand in his mouth. Oh yeah. Which is the worst feeling. If you've ever been to the beach and like face planted, I do it regularly. <laughs> and, you, and you just get like tiny little grains of sand in your mouth and you chew them forever and they're just there. Like, have chew they done that them. to you yet? Have they made you eat sand? Actually, there's a. They haven't made, they haven't made me eat sand, but there's this kid who who's really into the reverse psychology thing. If you tell him not to do it, he'll just do it. So he, I don't think that's reverse that's psychology. Not, well, I think that's just being disobedient. Well, he's being a dick is what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't have teeth except for the two, uh, no, the four fangs that you get on, like, the corners. That's so scary. I don't know how. They're all, like, core black. Like, they're, he's killing his teeth. But he, he picked up sand, and he just looked me in the eye for a second. I was like, don't do it. Please don't do it. I know what you're going to do. And he just goes, lifts his hand, and just starts pouring it into his mouth. It's just like... <gasps> A hole there, and he's just swallowing oh it. So my I, I, I grab my shoulder, like, stop! You don't. What are you doing? That's so gross. And he's like, I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna keep going and like a vacuum. He slams his head into the fucking sand, starts sucking it up until the teacher had to run up and grab him physically, lift him up, and was like, stop, stop! Why? What? What do you get from this? And he just can't stop laughing. Kids don't give a shit. As long as you don't acknowledge what they're doing, they're just they're in, like immortal. Yeah. Oh my God, they're they're they can eat so much sand. <laughs> Have you ever done that? You ever like put? Have your I ever eaten sand with my face in it until an adult needed to lift me up? I can't say that. Happened to me often as a kid. Right, right. I I, I used to, I don't know, I was a fucking dumbass as a kid. I I thought the best way to eat nerds, which is the tiny little candy you'd get, is by just 
throwing them all over your carpet and just kind of sucking them up like a vacuum. On your, wait, wait. So not on your hardwood floor, not on your tile, but on your carpet. No, you get like oh, the texture because you can like pull them up. It's like, it's like it, it's it's like eating cup noodles. You know, it's kind of like sucking upward and then like it pops out. It's just like that. It's like finding little. No it's okay, like Gargamel looks for Smurfs in the, in the yeah, yeah. forest. It's You're like looking that. for nerds in your carpet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on like a micro level, it's probably terrifying for okay. them. Yeah. Like Regular carpeting, like this carpeting, or like shag carpeting? Oh, shag carpeting. Oh, of my course. Gosh. My parents only have the okay, best of shag right, carpeting. Right. Fuzz in your mouth. Oh my God. Yeah, part yeah, of that was a part of the fun. <laughs> no, exactly. Part of me is thinking that Raj hates nerds. He just loves dirt and sand. <laughs> and he was getting a lot of it from the shag carpet. Well, I do like dirt. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee immediately charges towards his opponent, spinning into a leaf hurricane kick, which Gara blocks with a wall of sand. Then the sand rises up and dives towards Lee, who flips back with like a ton of backflips, narrowly avoiding the crushing blow. It looked a little like as good as the animation does. Uh -huh. That looked absurd. He was just like flipping in the same like area. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you guys in, like in motion in yeah. one? Well, there's in um, the air, like not going up or down. Yeah, there's 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 the kid on our what? campus who walks around barefoot all the time with like, and you'll see him shirtless if it's snowing outside, and um, <laughs> you can catch them outside the freshman dorm buildings every once in a while doing backflips. It's him and his disciples. <laughs> There's so many names oh for gosh. these people. It's it's they're so interesting. They're so ripped, so buff, and they use their like they oh, use yeah, no, their the chaotic way. But they use possible. their power for not even evil, just for bullshit. Just for bullshit. <laughs> they're just flipping everywhere you go. Why are you flipping? <laughs> Honestly, if they, if they had to go to the town over, do you think they flip like their way through like to white plants? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they never wait for the loop, bro. Oh. No, no, they're running. <laughs> the beginning of Spider-Man One, where he has to catch the bus, but he they let the bus go. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Of course they do, so they can flip after it. Gara <laughs> Gara stands completely still as the sand recedes into the gourd there it is again gourd. on his back and the onlooking ninja are amazed by the red-headed genin's unusual technique and Shino is terrified because in the forest of death he saw Gara just straight up murder someone with the sand so he knows like what he's capable of are you be, would, would you guys agree Gara is the most normal looking person in this shit. Normal like, looking? What? Okay, Normal? okay, look, no. <laughs> but really, 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 really think about it, okay? So if you put them all in real life, right? Uh -huh. Gar is just a dude with red hair and makeup. You got, you, you got fucking He looks like Gerard Way. Well, I've already made that joke. Well, yeah. But Gerard Way is not a normal looking person, and I love him dearly. All you emos out there, I know I get it. Sakura but you are way like more birth normal. all that so look. Much more. I'm literally so Sakura. Yeah, she right looks now. like Sakura. Yeah, this is not the crazy outfit. <laughs> no. Are you saying I'm weird? I'm not saying. Oh, I'm saying you are a little, weird. <laughs> okay. a little strange. Well, like if you took Naruto whiskers on the face, if you saw Lee walking around the hallway, you would have been like, "Oh, I'm gonna turn the other side of the." Oh lane. yeah, no, 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 most okay. definitely. Fucking but Gara too. Gaara, well, I would want to be friends with Gara, you know. Even though he has a gourd on his back. Well, gourd. <laughs> You'd be looking at a gourd 24 hours a day. <laughs> that's, a, that's an icebreaker. Hey, buddy, what's the deal? <laughs> and then he's just gonna stare at you. Yeah. I'll kill you with my sand. Well, I'd rather look, look at that than the dude with the bushy ass eyebrows. Just like, Whoa. I can't Why? Okay. What? It's not about, okay, you know when you notice something on someone's face and uh, once you point it out, you kind of can't look at any other place but right, that right. one part? If I notice his eyebrows, I'm just gonna, he's gonna be like, my eyes are here, Raj. Stop looking up. It's like, no, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I guess that's true. What? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Look, guys, I don't know. You, you guys just aren't you, understanding this. this. When they, well, I'll cosplay Gara. I'll uh -huh. look normal. You'll shave off your eyebrows and do uh, Dye your hair purple eyeliner. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, you, you so would. You, 
the, bro, people, Shikamaru is just a dude with a ponytail. <laughs> How are you gonna tell me that Gar is the most normal-looking motherfucker? <laughs> okay, all right, Shikamaru valid, but he's just like smoking cigarettes all the time. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's cool as hell. He's just chilling. He's just vibing. <laughs> So Lee recognizes that penetrating Gara's defense is going to be incredibly difficult, but he's like completely unshaken. Still, Gara's sand spews forth, and even though Lee launches like a lightning fast barrage of blows, every single one is blocked without Gara even lifting a finger. Lee attempts to strengthen his attacks. He like whips out a kunai, but it's ineffective again. And Gara counters his attacks with an avalanche of sand. Oh. And now he does another set of rolls <laughs> away. And he, he, he leaps into the air and throws some shuriken at Gara, but they're blocked too. Are, have ninja tools been effective ever? <laughs> Honestly, I'm ever. really trying to think. I mean, like this is a show about Ten Ten's whole gimmick was Ninja Tools, and she got her back like that was shattered, ridiculous, just destroyed. Yeah. You cannot go to a fight against someone with superpowers with a knife, and you think really can win. <laughs> Naruto is amazed at how well Gara controls the sand, but Konkuro explains that Gara isn't actually doing anything. The sand, it's like an autonomous defense. It, it acts without him even thinking, which is why Gara's never had a single scratch on him. But why is he snitching? I don't get Conqueror? that. So yeah. Yeah, I think that, okay, so here's what I think. I think Conqueror spends a lot of time with just his siblings, Gara and Tamari. Yeah. And so he's like yeah. seeing all these kids and he's like, I know they're supposed to be my enemy, but I don't have any friends and oh. now's my chance. <laughs> I just think when it comes, because the whole, the whole point of these episodes is that everyone's always going like, I was going to save this move when I fought this person, but right, I guess right. I got to do it. But here, here's Conqueror just going, yeah, here's his best moves. I'm going to just tell <laughs> <Yeah>, I know. <laughs> I'm going to say fuck it. So Lee considers his next move and Gara baits him forth lustfully wishing for more bloodshed. Weirdo. Are we still recording? Okay, Liam's cool. dad! Woo! Yeah, Liam's dad! <laughs> <laughs> so, Gara's sand fires forth, and when Lee attempts to avoid it by jumping, it grabs his leg and swings him around violently, slamming him into a wall. This scene looks so fucking good. Yeah. Wow. That was some great animation. It was solid. Yeah. Gara's a bitch. So Gara's a bitch. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Lee falls to the ground and rolls to the side just before being hit by another pillar of sand, and he, he manages to run around and avoid all of Gara's attacks, and actually go up to punch him more, but Again, Gar is protected. Like, it's, there's no hope. Above, Sakura wonders why Lee is only using Taijutsu, which is their, like, hand-to-hand, -hand, real-world kind of punching attacks, because it's obviously ineffective instead of getting some distance and using some magic powers, you know, as people do in this show. But Guy reveals that Lee doesn't have that option. He has he, no ninjutsu or genjutsu at all. I just thought it was so funny the way he worded it, because he just goes, Lee has no talent whatsoever. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, he is well, useless. All right. Just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Lee struggles to evade as Gar's sand pursues sues him. After a series of backflips, Lee trips over the sand on the ground when he tries to land, and it rears up to crush him, slamming down with immense force. Luckily, Lee has managed to leap high into the air, avoiding the blow, and he lands on the giant hand sculptures on the far side of the arena, while Gara just sort of, you know, gives him a dirty look. Because that's, you know, if I'm not saying what Gara's doing, he's probably standing in the corner sulking. <laughs> He's just angry. Yeah, He's that's like that's a safe so bet. So fucking yeah. angry. I, I never got that that like just being angry for more than like twenty seconds. Yeah. I don't think it's possible for me. Yeah. But some people just like. There's a song called 30 Hours by Kanye uh -huh. where the whole story is that uh, he's just so angry he drove 30 hours to go beat someone's ass. Right, right. How do you do that? Yeah, I know. How the fuck are you angry for 30 I straight hours? You, <laughs> you, you, you get into the car high and angry as fuck. 
right? Oh, yeah. You drive for about two hours. I mean, you get hungry. You get committed at some you point. You pull over. You go to, you know, like Popeyes or something. No, you <laughs> got to go to an Ash establishment, like a place where there's like, oh, fuck, there's only like a checkers here. Oh, like, yeah, I'm yeah. just so angry. But the thing oh, is, all oh, I'm saying is like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I'd get in <laughs> mad and hype as hell to beat someone's ass. And then two hours later, I'd get a little hungry eat for like 20 minutes and then be like, all right, you know yeah, what? Yeah, no, I like to snack after I beat someone's ass. Yeah, I'm saying like 30 <laughs> hours to drive. Before. I'm 30. saying way before. I'm way saying before two hours into that there. car ride, I'd be out. So the Eating idea of him- then going home. Being <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, yeah, that was a fun drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Really no, 30 hours to go beat go someone's ass. That's um, powerful. I'd do that. I would do that. I've been telling everyone we should go take a road trip, and I think, well, well Evan has this one person, so my friend Evan, he has this one guy who he really fucking hates in Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. Like, I told him, Evan, we could beat the shit up anyone, no limits, I will go and fight someone. He's like, Raj, there's this one guy in Rhode Island. I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you what he's done or who he is, right. but just know he deserves to get his ass beat. So now there's just some <laughs> random guy I don't know for no reason. And the only time he's ever going to meet me is when my fist makes contact with his face. Wow. And, I, wow. and I just can't wait. So when I tell you guys, if I disappear and I say, me and Evan are going to go take a road trip to Rhode Island, uh, I'm coming back oh with my. a charge. Like, the cops are going to follow me across <laughs> state lines. How far away is Rhode Island? Uh, well, I don't know geography. I thought Rhode Island was uh, 20 minutes away from here, so I, I really don't know. I'll be honest with you. I also thought it was 20 minutes away well, from no, here. Well, no, it's, fam me it's, it's Family Guy's fault. Because Family Guy, they constantly, they're in Rhode Island. They're always yeah, like, oh, they're going to New York real quick. So I, I just thought they were real. I wish we could just do a cutaway and then be in Rhode Island, beat this kid's ass, and then come back <laughs> here. That's what I'm saying. like two and a half hours away. All right. Is it? Still less than 30. That's still less than I feel bad. like it's doable. I feel like it's doable. Guy finishes his explanation of Lee's moveset to Sakura, noting that while most would consider Lee's taijutsu exclusivity a disadvantage, Lee has turned it into his greatest strength by completely ignoring the other two and becoming the strongest taijutsu user in the world. With this, Guy commands Lee to remove his leg weights, deeming this fight an exception to the rule that he can only take them off if he's defending someone precious. Me and Liam started holding hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, Raj and I had to, like, huddle up because oh. we knew what was coming. Okay, the thumbs up and just, like, you can take him off was incredible. <laughs> Guy is so, so well animated, yeah. I think. It was mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. You can do it. Really? And I was like, well, what's going to happen? I yeah. know. And then, and then he pulls down his leg warmers, <laughs> takes off his leg weights. Well, so, right. so, yeah, well, basically, everybody watching is like, okay, um, so you had some leg weights, like, big whoop. Then he drops them, and, like, the entire ground fucking explodes, because these it things, yeah, they were, so like, heavy. probably, like, hundreds of pounds. Like, it's a cartoon, but, like... <laughs> How big is this, like, arena? Because, like, the past five matches... It changes every shot. Like, yeah, yeah, they've, yeah. they've like, exploded the ground, ground a million oh, yeah. times. <laughs> There's like de like blood and bodies everywhere. Yeah, I don't yeah. think like the background characters who had to fight, not the main cast, are still like on the ground. They never got like a medic scene or anything. Oh yeah, no, no. So they're just definitely. like passed out there somewhere. But also like it de depending on the angle. Like I feel like in Neji and Hinata's fight, they were like taking up the entire arena. Yeah. And in this, Lee's doing 50. He's doing enough backflips to air. get to white planes. It's crazy. <laughs> He's all over the fucking place. But they're always just right in front of that statue. Like, yeah, exactly. So, like how is it possible that there's? I don't know. It, well, I'll tell you what it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> guy commands his people forth and lee no longer restrained by the leg weights rockets forth so fast that nobody can even see him he appears behind gara and punches so fast that the sand still manages to like redirect it 
but just barely. And he continues to flash around to various points at such a pace that, like, again, they're not quite hitting, but the sand is clearly struggling to keep up. Finally, Lee appears above Gara's head and slams down with a kick, just pummeling him, and it actually cuts his cheek, which apparently is, like, totally unheard of for Gara. Yeah, no one's done that. Yeah. Everybody looks on in wonder, and Lee runs forward for another assault. This time, Gara commands a wave of sand towards him, but Lee avoids it with ease, jabbing at Gara from so many directions so quickly that he can't predict when Lee finally unleashes his strongest punch, which sends Gara across the battlefield. Sand pours from Gara's gourd as he struggles to his feet, and it seems like his face is chipping off. Like he, because he, he's standing up and he's looking down, and we just see like little chips coming off of his face, and then he looks up, and it's like his half of his face is made out of sand, and his just his mouth is out, and he's smiling like the weirdest he motherfucker you so ever seen. So creepy. Any, every time, any, okay, whoa. Anytime you ever see Gara, uh-huh. he's ex- like emotionless. Right, mm-hmm. right. He's just the fucking guy liner and his edgy ass guy liner. experience of a human being. Yeah. But there's no expression on his face. Mm-hmm. He's literally just. Like, straight well, face, nothing. That's his thing. So, so Conqueror's his older brother, mm-hmm. and he he's like a puppet master. Yeah. So I, I guess, like, being a puppeteer is in the family, so instead of having a puppet, he became a puppet. He's, like, kind of soulless. And then, and, like, scenes where he's, like, doing, like, he's just on the ground, he's just, like, yeah, I know. stagnant. <laughs> he's just a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, well, that's the thing. Lee even punching him that one time was a big deal because mm-hmm. Gara hadn't moved at all up until that point. Konkuro and Tamari, his, his, his older siblings, they recognize that this expression means bad news bears because basically <laughs> Gara has like this inner demon that's starting to awaken. Naruto, he wonders if Gara is made out of sand. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is very inconsistent. And Konkuro is like, no, no, no. The sand is like he's wrapping it around himself to make armor. That's how I feel so comfortable. Dude, no. that, talk about okay. sand in your shoes. It's sand oh up in gosh. everything. That's the worst. The, I didn't the even worst. think about that. That sounds yeah. awful. And I wonder how deep does the sand go into his ears? <gasps> he needs earplugs. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he doesn't does want... Does he have guys. Have we seen his ears? Gara? Maybe it's just hair. I do believe he has. I think, I think he, he has ears. ears. I think we've seen his ears. I, but again, <laughs> I can't confirm nor deny. Yeah, I don't even know what side of the country Rhode Island is on. I yeah. definitely don't know. There's a lot of things we, we have gaps on. Yeah. So Naruto wonders if there's any way to defeat Gara since he's, you know, wrapped in armor. But basically, the entire armor is a weak point because it takes an insane amount of energy to maintain it. To counteract the sand surrounding Gara on the ground, Lee unwraps his bandages and prepares to unleash the primary lotus. This guy's just gonna end up stripping. <laughs> like eventually, he's just slowly <laughs> taking off everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know he already the lost weights. the leg warmers. <laughs> no, he kept the leg warmers, just the leg weights. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The weights are gone. He yeah. can't have bandages calves. coming off. That's you're that's very so right. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And how's he gonna do his jazzercise after the match? <laughs> yeah. if he's not wearing. He's not wearing leg warmers. <laughs> um, Why do we let leg warmers happen? They look uh, so uh, ass. Uh-uh. Don't even. Raj. Are you going to defend leg warmers? Raj, I no fucking fuck. Wait, wait. leg warmers on right now. Are you? He's wearing leg warmers. <laughs> Bullshit. You guys are so weird. Can you guys explain leg warmers to me? Okay. Oh, my mom's had, so... Katie's mom is also wearing <laughs> leg warmers. Have you ever had cold legs? <laughs> well, no. I'm like, a, I'm like fucking Tarzan. My body, like, hair keeps me, like, hot 24-7. Okay, so essentially you were born with leg warmers on, so you were... Oh, well, that's just natural born talent. I can't be blamed for that. We just can't be as good as you, Raj, so we have We're having the Neji debate. Some people are born geniuses. Their body hair keeps them warm. We are likely... Fighting for our leg warmers. Yeah, they're tr- this is their training. 
fucking so Lee Man. runs around Gara at like cyclonic speeds to confuse. Cyclonic? Yeah, dude, nice word. What right? is what, what is that a like word? A cyclone. That's, That's not a real word. Yeah, I it actually may not be, but I think it is. <laughs> it's like a cyclone. Cyclonic. Cyclonic makes sense, right? Like like a cyclone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Gara doesn't know where he's gonna come from. Then he kicks up from the ground inside of Gara's sand circle, launching him into the air. But since Gara is wrapped in sand, he's really heavy, so he doesn't fly up in one hit like usual. Usually, like his opponent usually do when he does this, sure. right? It doesn't matter. You can um, say cycl- okay. I can say cyclonic, but I can't say usual. Yeah, exactly. Pick and choose. But Lee does this thing where he like kicks up into the air higher and higher, so it's almost like they're flying. Gar's blocking each of those kicks. Yeah, but he is. But he's still punching. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's still, still flying higher. higher. I saw. I went on like a. You know how sometimes you like zone out into Instagram, your discovery page. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw. There, apparently, this is like a real thing. It's like mixed martial arts kicks with um, fucking parkour and people just yeah. kick around that and like sounds like play. white people doing white shit oh yeah shit. yeah no it's 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 the most white people shit I've ever seen but it's I mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no cause if you're like bored in like the midwest what are you gonna do like I, I would yeah you're gonna kick into parkour yeah. yeah you gotta get around to all of the um, all the chickens and shit you know when you're on the farm <laughs> The strain on Lee's body is evident, and he winces in pain while Guy closes his eyes to pray. Still, Lee successfully wraps Gara's body in bandages and completes the primary lotus, pile-driving his enemy into the ground with absurd power. That's like what, another, that's the second pile-drive the show has seen? Uh, uh, like, no. we've ever seen? No, I think it's like, I think we've seen. Yeah, we get, we've, we've seen, seen like a few, three. yeah. Yeah, so we've seen three. We get a pile drive, <laughs> not all from Lee, but we get a pile drive like once every five episodes. I love yeah. the pile drive move. It's used so, because like their body rattles and shit. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like yeah. so impactful. It's like, it's a good way to show like a powerful move without having to animate a powerful move, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like just the idea of a pile driver is like, oh yeah, that probably hit hard. We don't yeah. have to show <laughs> it. We don't have to yeah. dig deeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cracks cover Gara's body as it rests in the crater created by Lee's move, and Hayate approaches to end the match, only for the shell to crumble and reveal that Gara isn't inside. There's a metaphor there somewhere. Yeah, we're that all Gaara's in. Gara's just a shell of a human that he's fucking. Oh. There you go, an yeah, empty see? vessel. Yeah. Whoa, damn, that's <laughs> some deep shit. Yeah, I mean, you never know what you're gonna find when you watch episode 48 of Naruto. <laughs> Life changing. Yeah, but moving on to episode 49, Kakashi explains that while Guy's eyes were Guy's eyes were closed <laughs> in prayer and Lee's eyes were closed in pain, Gara substituted out for a sand decoy. Such a bitch. <laughs> yeah, even his moves um, are obnoxious. No, I, I like how so every every ninja village has like their own like adapted way of substituting. Mm-hmm. So like leaf people use tree logs, like <laughs> rain people use snow bunnies. <laughs> Gar just uses a, a sand vessel of himself. Yeah, <laughs> which That's is cool as hell. It's cool. It just seems like way more of an extra waste well, than like a tree log. I like to think about the people whose eyes weren't closed at that moment when like I guess the back of his armor just opened and he just kind of like dropped down. Oh, to the like ground he just and, like, fucking okay. over. like a cocoon. Like he just like became a butterfly. Have you ever yeah. seen the show, like? Magicians exposed or something. <laughs> where I there, can't it was say a masked magician and he used to reveal or like magician secrets. He used to reveal oh, oh. like all of like the really like crazy tricks that people would do. He used to reveal how they did that. Yeah. Against like so, magicians code. Oh hell yeah. yeah He's yeah. out of the magician's he alliance. And then <laughs> Top five FBI masked, most wanted. He was, like, a really famous magician that was gonna reveal them and then he got like cancelled. He got hunted but, down like, by I magicians. I used to watch oh. the show regularly and it's so cool. Yeah. Because he literally shows you what you don't see. Oh so shit, that brain, is actually I pretty sick. I imagine everybody's like, oh, that was a, that 
that was a weird trick. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay, we can go. Everybody else like, where can, did he go? Yeah, they would have explained <laughs> it, but then everybody there would have been kicked yeah. out of the Magician's Alliance. I would love to use, um, I don't know, I've had on, like, magic shit. Uh-huh. Nick got me thinking about it. Nick Astor, but, uh, oh, shout out other Nick. Love you, buddy. But, uh, we smoke know a bombs. Of, a lot of Nicks. I just, I, I would just love to have smoke bombs casually. Yeah. But just, like, I don't want to use them for big entrances, but rather, like, I'll get up from my table at D, I'll be like, I'm gonna go get more food, guys, and then just, just use it, go. <laughs> to get another single chicken wing? Single chicken wing. <laughs> so the real Gara rises from the sand behind Lee in the arena, and he's like laughing maniacally with cracks all over his face. Conquero and Tamari, now they're like, oh shit, we thought the demon was awoke before, but now this shit is way waked. <laughs> That's such a weird way to like <laughs> sit. Way waked. I mean, referring to it as the demon on the inside <laughs> is kind yeah. of like a pretentious thing. Oh my gosh, you just said awoked. Awoked and been way waked. What's, awo- what, what's the problem with awoke? Awoked versus awoked. 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 Now he's I awoked waked. from my nap. What? I awoke from my hollow body. Thank it's you, Raj. I got you. Gara sends a giant pillar of sand towards Lee from the sky, and while he manages to swat it away, he's knocked back by a second wave on the ground. Oh, yeah. No, no, every move he makes is just, like, this, like, shitty, like, conniving, you know what I mean? I think I also might just hate Gara because, like, he has bright red hair, and I had bright red hair for a while, and I just feel like I'm lesser than he is, so he makes me mad. So you see a lot of yourself in Gara, and in a way you wish you <laughs> that's were. A problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I tell you that I'm a human being, and I like sand. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lee struggles to stand again, and Gara takes the opportunity to summon a tidal wave of sand, which pushes Lee against the arena wall, and then he summons three more tendrils of sand, which slam into him and like make a crater in the wall. It, it hits so hard. Guy and Kakashi explain why Lee isn't moving at the speed he was before. Basically, the Lotus is a hidden technique because of the strain it puts on the body. It boosts your abilities without using chakra, but it leaves the user exhausted and in immense pain. I'm glad someone out there was just like, some kids aren't going to have chakra. Let's just learn how to beat yeah, the I shit know. out of people, all hands. Well, yeah, they, they have to adapt because there's, you know, there's tons of losers. It's fucking, uh, fucking impressive, though, that he literally can't do shit. Yeah. And he's just going all in and mm-hmm. has made it like made it so far with Gara. Oh yeah, no, most definitely. Like, like fucking nuts. Yeah, and he and he hasn't even used his strongest move yet. Sizzle, Ooh. sizzle. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effect right there. Boom. Gara doesn't let up his assault. <coughs> you sound like me. <laughs> You're gonna get sick. I know. No, most, well, basically, on since so we record every week, and we basically just pass a sickness around between the <laughs> four of us. We've been doing it since we started. Recording. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we've been doing yeah. it since yeah. before I'm, you two joined the yeah. podcast. Yeah, no, but it's now it's real bad because I have the immune system of well, and we I don't know. Together. We're sick, and we got concussed <laughs> like when we were recording. So. Wait, did she pass around a concussion? Because I don't yeah, remember that one. Yeah, well, well no, Emma's someone who's really frantic and, like, very movement-heavy. So yeah, she, she talks could... with her hands, so every once in a while she'll punch you really hard, and you'll get a little bit <laughs> of a concussion. She talks so much, so she just knows she has to, keep, like, keep her... T- My attention span is, like, 20 nanoseconds. Right, right. So she, like, constantly just bitch-slaps me just to keep me, like, awake in the conversation. What? You guys, she hasn't done that to you? She so no. does it to everyone! When I saw what? it, when she visited, I was like, hey, Emma, she's like, hey, Raj, and bah, like, right there. Oh, God, this <laughs> is on awkward. the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought we were all in on yeah. it, guys. That's why I didn't say anything. Looks like, oof, oh boy. I gotta call him Yeah, it looks like I've just been beating you up. <laughs> so, Gara doesn't let up his assault, blasting pillar after pillar of sand towards Lee, who just 
barely manages to roll out of their trajectories. While Lee's fellow Genin consider the hopelessness of his situation, and he stands in like, he just kind of raises his hands up like this. It's like desperate and lame, and Guy flashes back to Lee's days in the Academy. Fuck, bro. This is <laughs> the so funny. heaviest oh. shit, man. Uh, it's heavy, it's heavy. But basically, it's so funny. I yeah, know, yeah, before yeah. he had a bowl cut, <laughs> Lee oh had... Oh my gosh, all the hairdos were incredible. <laughs> yeah, he had a parted ponytail. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like, it was kind of like my hair, except if I had a long, thick <laughs> braid in the he, he was rocking it. Though he, he, he Lee has had drip since day one. Oh yeah, no, like so most you definitely. To, you used to have that hair. Uh, with like a you braid? used to have a braid? No, uh, when I was okay. So when I was um, <laughs> when when I was when I was really little, I grew my hair out really long to donate it to Locks of Love, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I got it cut, see, this was like the the middle of Star Wars prequels being really big. And the uh, the pad wands, which are yeah. Jedi. Oh fuck! I'm such a fucking nerd. <laughs> um, the the pad wands in Star Wars when they're training, they have a rat tail. <laughs> so when I cut my hair, of course I kept just enough to braid it into a rat tail, so I could be just like my hero, Anakin oh, Skywalker. That's amazing. It's fucking awful. And I repped it too. I went into second grade like, sup, bro? Like my rat tail? I hate sand too, bro. <laughs> fuck sand. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So not quite that haircut, okay. actually worse. Okay, but oh, I think my next question is, can you get that haircut? Can I get the rat tail again? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, is so that is why. Should. Yeah, that's why I'm letting my hair okay. grow. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. good. That's uh, that's why I haven't cut it yet. Okay. You want to be cut on? Well, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, prequels are popular again, so you'd be like relevant. The Star Wars prequels? Yeah. Yeah. Still, somehow, I don't think that pulling up somewhere with a rat tail is gonna. <laughs> Is gonna get like the best looks, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've seen wider, like white people do wider shit, you know. Oh yeah, no, very true. <laughs> At least I'm not kicking backwards when I enter a room, you know. I would love to like casually be able to do backflips literally whenever, but yeah. just I want to do it for like no reason. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to the fridge, backflip. Oh know? yeah, no, most oh, definitely. Next challenge: you learned how to skateboard. Now you need to learn how to do backflip. And then I backflip on the skateboard. That's true. Whoa, whoa. Ultimate. Okay. One goal at a time. One goal at a time. <laughs> Yeah, I want to learn how to backflip so that I can go up to one person and be like, yo, I know how to backflip, then backflip, and like not do it for anyone else and have them just like kind of unsure of if I did it or not, you know? <laughs> I think that'd be a pretty good fit. Maybe. We'll have to see. I want to roller skate next. That's my next goal. I want to, just because I want to, I don't know. Me too. Roller, roller, I mean, I guess it depends. I want, if it's winter, I'll, I'll roller, roller blade. I'll like, well, no, it'd be roller skate. Why? Is that skate? Is that the one with the, the, Blades are the Blade ones. Blade has all the wheels in a row, right? Yeah. And then skate yeah. is like the wheels are yeah. separate. What so the fuck do hockey players use then? Well, that'll be ice skate. So why the fuck is that not called a hockey blade? You can kill someone with that shit. <laughs> what? It makes no fucking sense. It, it, it's, it's, it's ice but nothing skating. rolls it's on I, that one. It's, it's just the single blade. blade. Well, it's, it's the blade. So why are they called? Why is the one with the wheels called the? Because that one blade? rolls. Because it's well, a roller blade. Those are roller. That's the differentiation. I need the to have a conversation things. with someone. Ice skating is not roller Clearly. at all because it doesn't That's roll. It's just bullshit. Skating. That's so stupid. But anyway, I just want to. Ice hockey's fun. And like, I, okay, you, you guys ever watched the show Rocket Power? Yes. There's, a, there's for some reason the main gimmick is anytime they had to go anywhere towards the climax of the episode, they're all like rollerblade, whatever the fuck you guys do, you like go. <laughs> well, Rosh, are they on ice or not? They're on the concrete, bro. All right, so it's okay. rollerblade. So it's rollerblade. And then they, so they, they go, they go. And then they like do like an awesome ass slide turn and they like drag in and they're like, hey, I'm here. I just want to be able to do that anywhere. Like, hey, can you come to the library? <laughs> sure, bro, I got you. Come <laughs> in. It's like, 
Okay, and then here, once you, you got your backflip, you can backflip out of the slide. <laughs> do you know ice it sprays snow at them too, which is so much oh, fun. It's just, my favorite thing to so do. That'd be so good. Wait, what? You like to just shoot ice on people? Yeah, like you just go really fast at them and then you turn as soon as you get to them and it just shoots ice. You <laughs> dickhead! That would kill someone! That's ice in their no, face! No, ice like snow. Like, that doesn't make it better. That's still, that's still the same idea. Yeah, it's all the way up to their face. I would it's fall really fun. right on my ass. <laughs> I would no, push you. Yeah, yeah. I would just I would get you away from me. I would like go and I'd like, oh, I'm gonna turn and throw ice at them, and then I'd fall on my face. Oh yeah, I've always wanted to hit <laughs> a hockey barricade. Yeah. yeah, I have seen her fall. Morgan has on the, took the illest dive on my skateboard. We talked about it in a previous episode, but oh, yeah, no, it's a classic. She, she just, I've never seen someone flan that way, the way their <laughs> legs were positioned, destroyed. It was destructive. So let's get back to this to this little flashback we were in. And Lee was like constantly bullied because he only knew Taijutsu and he wasn't even very good at that. They called him Dork Lee, which that's not a <laughs> so that's not a thing. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, a good nickname. It's not a good nickname at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, I've in the daycare, the kids kind of don't. They either call me like Poopy Head or like they'll call me someone's name. They're like, "You're you're Miss Shirley." Who the fuck is Miss Shirley? Roasted. Why, why is that an insult to me? I don't know the context of this woman. <laughs> it's either that. My my favorite, my go-to insult is when a kid. It was like one of my first weeks there, and they go, "Hi, what's your name?" And I go, "Roger." Like, Roger Gay. <laughs> You're three! Yo, yeah, why are kids not woke? I yeah. thought they would be by now. You, yeah, by now you think they'd just come in all PC out the womb, but yeah. no. It's just not a wave. They just, they're not. Most of the kids there at the daycare are honestly gonna be really rich and racist. Like, huh. it's just, some of them are already bullies. It's, it's, that, it's that Westchester mansion, you know? It's the upstate wave. Yeah, yeah. Raj? Listen! No, what? Okay. Me say it again. The, these stupid <laughs> upstaters think that, like, oh this God. place isn't upstate. It's not this is not upstate. It is upstate. This well, is not upstate. Okay, okay, is there a downstate? Yeah. What? Yes. Of course okay, no, 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 what? Where, the fuck? where the fuck are you guys going? I have to go up from where I am. Yeah, yeah, no. So, well, and, and as I've said many times, like, I'll, I'll grant you, I, I, I picture New York as the city and upstate. That's it, yeah. If you're not in the city, you're upstate. But I also picture Westchester as the city, so I'm wrong. I thought too. Rhode Island was right next to us, guys. Yeah. For all we know, who, who fucking knows? Both of us have pretty controversial and objectively wrong geographical opinions. <laughs> uh, bro, I want to talk about like Buffalo and shit. Like, what, what even is a Buffalo? Bro, Buffalo is like the Midwest. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, Buffalo, Albany are not in like they're in like Missouri. They're not Buffalo at all. Exactly. That's why they're like Missouri and California. They're not where we are. Missouri. What? It's what? a whole different thing. Right. What are you saying? I don't think you have any idea what geography is. But clearly, I, 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 I do don't. like the phrase. They're like Michigan and California. They're not where I am. You also said Oh, Missouri. Sorry, not Michigan. Michigan. I don't know. It's M states. Montana, Michigan. Uh, uh, Montenegro. Yeah, wherever. It's all the same. Who knows? M states are M states. It's true. Turn upside down, they're W states. Washington. Wyoming. uh, uh, West Wombo. Wombo. West Wombo. Wisconsin. West Wombo. West Wombo. I'm off oh to God. West Wombo. And frankly, West Wombo is just a nicer place than South Wombo. Oh, if you for ask sure. Me. Yeah. Yeah, man. Everybody in South Wombo is marrying their cousins, you know? Okay. Why? Yikes, I gotta North check. East Wombo is not the place to be. No, no. Northeast Wombo's low key racist. Oh, uh, high yeah, key, yeah. very they're, racist. They're coming into your daycare and calling you gay. I need help. <laughs> wow. 
that was confusing. Anyways, so <laughs> Kakashi and Guy look on at Lee being bullied, and Kakashi's like, hey, wow, he's a lot like you, and not just in the eyebrows, because he's a loser like you. <laughs> oh, Lisa. Throughout this entire flashback in the whole episode, the, his eye design, mm -hmm. when he's, like, in the current present day, looks, it, it fits him. It, it does. As a kid, fucking insane. It's oh, so, yeah, like, gosh. life, similar to Katie. Katie has really soulless dead eyes. You kind of, like, <laughs> stare into them, and you kind of just <laughs> feel the void. I stare you, right into the you, you, you feel the abyss. <laughs> and sometimes when Katie, and then when I stare at her and she talks back, it literally is the abyss talking back to you. Oh, no, it's even worse when she <laughs> okay. stares at you but says nothing. Yeah. Similar to like Mark Zuckerberg, like how he just stares at things. Do you drink water like him? Like you kind of just like. Katie, drink some water. Drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks like a fucking reptilian lizard. D don't look at me like that when you do it. It's, it's, I like. I just like disassociate. You can trigger your disassociation by looking in your eyes. What? Don't, don't look in my eyes. I'm flying away right now. Careful, Rush. He's gonna steal your soul. Honestly, I'm terrified. I don't think I drink water. I'm laughing. <laughs> uh, so. While Gara's sand pummels Lee in the present, Guy continues thinking back. He recalls Lee's absurdly excessive training. He would always set unachievably lofty goals for himself, and he would, like, stay out all night. And even, like, it looks like he stayed out for days yeah. straight. Bro, just buy a Game Boy. What are you doing? <laughs> like, this is too much. What? <laughs> no, it's... Well, they have weird tech. They have, like, m microphones and panels and mm -hmm. shit, but they're also... They have castles and, like... Open the panel. Oh, open the, oh, oh, yeah, there's the greatest quote from all of Naruto, open the panel. I like how that's the tech that you picked, was <laughs> just from so that good. one scene. It's the most advanced, they have, they, have, but they have VHS, they have TV, yet they still use, like, kunai and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see what kind of shit they are watching in the movie theaters in the Naruto world. Do they have movie theaters? I think you're still in that era where people well, just do, VHS like, plays. They probably have, like, ninja movies. About ninja? Yeah. But wouldn't that be, like, in the real world, like, like, Firefighter movies or something like or like war movies, you know. Those exist. You know how Blair Witch like pioneered like found footage like following the person with the camera type thing? Yeah, yeah. In the Naruto world, that pioneering moment must have been fucking crazy. Like flying through the trees and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And someone was finally like, why don't That's we so film cool. this? Yeah, like there's a there's a man who can turn into a fucking snake. Yeah. Like, I feel like we should film this shit. <laughs> They've been making rom-coms for decades and then finally they were like, wait a second. We're having superhero battles every day. How come no one's filmed this? Absolute pioneers. <laughs> so, sometime later, Lee joined Guy's squad, and the group declared their dreams for the future. Up first was Ten Ten, and like, buddy, nobody cares. No one gives a shit. <laughs> the first thing she, yeah, yeah. The first thing she says, she's like, oh, I swear to be just like. Although this is kind of important, you know. It's like a little little sprinkling of lore, you know. She's like, I want to be like the legendary female ninja Tsunade. Interesting. Oh. Who knows? Yeah, right. Knows. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, and then Neji, he just looks to the side and he's like. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really like buy into dreams or anything like that. It's not my thing, bro. It's not really like my way. Yeah, 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 not my thing, bro, at all. <laughs> Lee, on the other, is like the complete opposite. He's like, oh, sensei, 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 pick me. I dream like who on else, the daily. Who else are you gonna pick? Yeah. <laughs> who else is done? The other two have won. It's your turn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> But he, with unbridled enthusiasm, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna become a splendid ninja even though I only use taijutsu. And Neji is like, nah, you're not, bro. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> it's not how it goes. <laughs>
<laughs> so while Lee desperately runs around to avoid the barrage of sand sent forth by Gara in the present, Neji thinks back on his own training drills with Lee, and they the two of them would fight in like sparring contests, and Neji would just beat him with no effort. Yeah, at all. no, that's like slap boxing gone too wrong. Like like when you're when you're like play fighting with your brother and you actually do like a really real swing, and then yeah, they yeah. just go apeshit and beat the shit out of you. It's like oh, yeah. oh okay. No no my uh, my little brother and I every once in a while um like when we were like really pissed off and we like really needed to like get out the steam you know we would be like all right bro time to play real fighting that was the name of our game <laughs> okay brad pitt edward norton head ass what are you fucking you bro, fucking weirdo we, we, you, you, said, you said bro it's fight club time yeah, no, no. We'd, be, we'd be we'd be just like running around in the yard and then i'd be like yo eli real fighting time let's go <laughs> You're bad shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We, we, uh, dude, this is like young white people things. We all start fight clubs. Yeah, no, I just got a Game Boy. I don't know what you guys were doing, but I, to be fair, now, now I, I just assume you, you're, you're on your Switch portable all the time. It's true. I just want to fight people. So I see so it just switches. It just switches. Yeah. yeah, everybody needs a Game Boy phase. Everybody needs a real life fighting phase. <laughs> real fighting. And if, and if you're out there thinking, I'm never going to want to get into real fights on the daily. Have you had one? You're just not in the phase yet. Yeah, you're not in the phase yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait till the adjust. It's gonna be like like actual like a really hard drug. Once you once you get punched in the face, it's like when you first get your first mosh, right? I was scared of moshing. That wasn't really my thing. I'm mm. a very fragile person. Sure. But the first time I jumped into it, it was at a, a Brockhampton concert. Some guy said he grabbed me, like he put his arm over my shoulder. He says, "Bro, we're gonna go to Gayland together." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck what? is Gayland?" <laughs> Brockhampton's this really LGBT like plus like really centric group. And, and and Kevin Abstract, the lead member, goes, uh, he starts the song Tokyo going, are y'all ready to go to Gayland? And oh. this guy, I don't know, really sweaty, six foot two, like, neck beard guy, turns to me, <laughs> hot ass breath, <laughs> he could have been, hot ass breath, musty as fuck, maybe like Taco Bell gordita type shit. Ooh. And he I, fell in love? A little. Oh, quite. I, I did come away with that. There, there was a guy I was talking to after that show. Great guy. We still keep up. He goes to NYU. I, they have Pretty a Chick-fil-A. Close. Imagine spending your meals at Purchase, but like on like Chick-fil-A and shit yeah. like that. Like actual Yo. restaurant type. Food. And that's the thing, man. I mean, like, fuck Chick-fil-A, but if it's in the meal plan... You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta eat what you gotta eat. Fuck Chick-fil-A. But if it's in the meal plan. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll beat the shit out of some, some Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Most but definitely. it's like a shitty Chick-fil-A. It's an express one, and they kind of, like, they don't have that... Chick-fil-A's known for having really nice people working there. Like, they'll, like, hunt you down if you forget your straw for your drink. But these guys are like, here's your sandwich. God be with you. And, like, they would throw it at your God face. God be with you. <laughs> I was like, alright, can I get a spicy sandwich? No spicy option! Fuck you! Go die! It's Wait, like, do they- Okay, now, I've, I've never actually been to a Chick-fil-A. Do they really say, God be with you? No, no, but the- Because I know that's like their whole, like, thing. I don't know, my it's Chick-fil-A like, is weird. I'm from Queens, and, and the only Chick-fil-A is in Queen, Queen Center Mall. And all I've known about Chick-fil-A is that they hated the gays, they support Donald Trump, and right, that's right, all right. bad. But the two managers of my store were gay, and they were dating each other. That's so wild. I just kind of had this weird misconception where I'm like- What? Yeah, That's they were adorable. They were the nicest people. They would swing me a free cookie all the Why time. Hey man, I you gotta know. you gotta work. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, th- unfortunately, that's like the harsh reality of like capitalism and shit. That you you gotta yeah. It's like I, you're creating 50 million jobs. Oh, you gotta still work six of them to survive. Oh as, well. As we've been saying a lot recently on this Naruto podcast, fuck capitalism. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure how that keeps coming up, but like. Because we're angry and we're yeah. college kids. And we live in a society. We do oh live God. in a society. Famous. I got my professor. Actually, I did a I did an experience day in my trans media class, Choo-choo. and uh, my professor came <laughs> to a observe it 
And uh, throughout the entire process, we I've said I've consistently said two phrases: "Fuck cops," and we live in a society. Mm -hmm. And when he came in, the first step you have to do for each member is you have to get a name tag with a slogan from us. So he he, he was cho he chose between "Fuck cops" and "We live in a society." Right. And he goes really hard. He goes, "Raj, I, I I know you. I know you believe in these two things very strongly. Yeah. And I know that you would beat the shit out of a cop." So I'm not going to wear fuck cops because I want to see you go ape shit. I want to see you go fucking crazy for this project. I'm like, there's a tea station. There, we're doing yoga. I don't know why you want me to go ape shit now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but he chose We Live in Society, and I, and I had to break it down to him. And the first thing I said was, well, have you seen Joker? Have you seen it yet? And he goes, no, I, I, if, I don't waste my time with movies like that. And, and I go, well, if you start a sentence with have you seen Joker, it's probably a good sign that you should just... Turn around, right away. Right I, I felt like the weirdo in that situation when this like 84 year old guy is just so out of touch 84? with the youth. Yeah, he's kicking strong though. That that man just doesn't give a fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> so, Love that 84 year old man. Yeah, an 84 year old man who lives in a society just like us. Oh yeah, I mean wow. he lives in society. I live in my mom's basement. That's what <laughs> I do. So um, when Lee gets his ass whooped by Neji, Ten Ten's like, bro, you gotta stop fighting with a genius. But Lee's like, no, I can still be a great ninja even with just Taijutsu. But Neji shuts him down. He's like, no, thinking that, like, honestly, there's no way, no matter how hard you work, that you're ever gonna achieve your dreams. That's just so weird. They keep throwing around the word genius because you're good at fighting. Yeah, I know. Like, what does yeah. that have to do with anything? <laughs> like, your intelligence? No, 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 no. Right, right. No, see, if it really came down to it, Lee didn't have to cheat on the test during the... the Written test phase. He? Oh, he did cheat though, right? Well, well no, he had 10-10 cheat for him because that's don't 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 fucking play hard, play smart. Mm. All right, Very don't true. don't yeah. put in. Companies don't give a shit about you. you take a day off once oh, in a while. Oh, we're back on the capitalism train. <laughs> oh my god. Back in the arena, Gara pummels Lee with his sand, and Conqueror laments that Gara's gonna toy with Lee until he concedes defeat. Guy though is like, no, he's never gonna give in. He never gives up. <laughs> Your That's voice is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Guy flashes back to Lee doing jump ropes until he literally trips over the rope and collapses. Then, and this is actually pretty heavy, on the ground, Lee breaks into tears. Oh my gosh, him yeah. crying was so sad. So, our, 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 there was, I, I didn't really understand this scene in a bit because he would go, if I don't do this many amount of something, uh -huh. I'm gonna do this. And then he would keep doing it. Would he do that because he completed it, or did he fuck up? My guess would be that he like came close and he like just couldn't finish that right, last he, one. He's just built up to be this perfectionist, he wouldn't stop. Yeah. So like, yeah. if he were to just do it and then say, fuck it, I'm just gonna do 2,000 squats right now. Like, I just see that happening. Yeah. He's the yeah. type of person, he's like, yeah bro, I'm gonna go hit the court for three hours right. and then Go like run around in a circle for yeah. So well, no, that's exactly what I do. Like, cause then you do what you set yourself out to, but then by the end, like you're tired and you feel like your form's not perfect. Mm -hmm. So you're like, no, I didn't do that to the max percent. Now I have to do this whole next thing, you know? Yeah, I've worked out with Liam once, and he put me on his same regiment, and like <laughs> oh, ten seconds after every exercise on the ground, bro, I could not <laughs> breathe. I was like Gara with the way he was breathing here on some Darth Vader shit, oh my just gosh. like so heavy. <laughs> So much sweat. And I really came through. I was wearing just a t-shirt, I went I, shorts. I wore yeah. a Nike headband. I just really wanted to go yeah, for the you full did. Yeah, yeah, you were there for it, yeah. And I, I haven't gone to the gym since. And that was like, what, October of yeah, last it's year? it's all right, though. It's still, like, still with you, the gym experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while Lee is crying, Guy steps in to encourage his protege to not give up. He encouraged Lee by, like, he celebrated the gifts that he, nobody else had. Are you reaching for water? Oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah. what I'm <laughs> <reading> for. <laughs> um, but basically, Guy said that 
Lee's perseverance in a way, perseverance, sorry, I don't know, perseverance is not a word. That's no. Yeah. Um, Lee's perseverance in a way made him a genius too. Still, Lee struggled to believe that he could ever work hard enough to overcome sheer natural talent. And this is where he really cries. He sobbed. Um, yeah, because it seems like no matter what, he would always be a loser. Okay, so heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters in the present day, and just knowing he has an even more tragic backstory. It's not even tragic, it's just like really sad. Yeah, it's that's like, what tragic means. That is what tragic means. <laughs> but tragic is more so like Sasuke's tragic, your whole family's dead. Uh -huh. This dude just gets pissed he can't do 2000 squats so you know like yeah, but it's, it's still very this is all self-inflicted obviously he could stop he honestly could just go get a game boy there's an option there i mean i guess you're right um but guy actually it's weird he agrees with lee he's like oh you're right you will be a loser if you don't believe in yourself pretty cool like thanks guy mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's it's solid later the two sat beneath the stars and <laughs> and guy admitted that he too was once a loser who became great through sheer effort and he was like oh lee you're really inspirational what you do then back in the present lee strengthens his resolve dodging gara's next blow with the same speed he had before which shocks everyone oh actually just uh -huh. to backtrack for a second yeah, yeah most definitely. they finally acknowledge that Guy Sensei and Lee have the same eyebrows and stuff. Oh, yeah, because he's like, you're just like me, Lee. Yeah, it, but he's it, it's like, but, I mean, That's aside from the eyebrows. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. the thing is, like, now, see him as a kid and then see him now, he definitely took the bowl cut from yeah. Guy Sensei, but he's had the eyebrows since day one. Yeah. Which is good to explain because otherwise it's like, how the heck did it just happen that they are identical? Like, yeah, yeah. But it's Lee copying Guy. But it's the eyebrows. So, and I'll be real, the bowl yeah, cut the with the eyebrows? Not the worst look. Not, not the worst look. It, it, definitely <laughs> Very chiseled, very strong look. Right, right. And if you've oh, got the eyebrows, you might as well do the bowl cut. Oh, you, you might know? as well. <laughs> <laughs> Determined to live up to both his own expectations of himself and Guy's expectations, Lee smiles while dodging Gara's next assault, and Guy suggests that Gara is the one who has to be defensive now. Boom. Because... Kakashi realizes that Guy has taught Lee how to open the eight inner gates, which will allow him to use the hidden lotus. More ninja jargon. Yeah. If anyone yeah. knows what this means. We're all like, oh. oh yeah. yeah. I know. And it takes, them, it takes them a little while before they explain it because, like, Kakashi gets really pissed off and he's like, how many gates can Lee open? And Guy's like, five. And it's. Well, well Sakura, th th this part was really annoying for a second because Sakura goes, what the fuck does that mean, Guy mm -hmm. Sensei? And then Guy Sensei says it, and then Kakashi responds, and she's like, "Well, I still know what that means." And he goes, "Well, well you, you don't understand it." She's not getting answers. She yeah, keeps yeah. asking questions, yeah. and you're not getting answers. <laughs> People, what are you doing? But eventually, Guy and Kakashi work together to explain that the eight inner gates are like internal chakra limiters along the chakra network that sort of they 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 hinder the amount of chakra that can flow within you. Like your brain has a real thing like this, yeah. I think, that like protects against blood. Too much of it. Or oh something. no! So, there's like there's a there's a few moments where you can like kind of go ape shit. What like mom strength? Like mm -hmm. when she sees like her baby. Yeah, like, in yeah. Trouble, yeah. She'll like go tenfold crazy on yeah, your ass. She can open her gates. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but these gates, um, opening them, even just one, like amplifies your strength like tenfold. You know. And so Lee opens one of those gates every time he uses that primary lotus kick, which, you know, kicks somebody upward. He's done it a couple times now. But that's why it always leaves him feeble and exhausted, because it's literally pushing your body past what it should be capable of. Now, it seems, he's opened the second one, too, because that one's called the Gate of Rest, and I, that's how he suddenly had his stamina oh. back. 
Yeah. I didn't get that. Uh, I didn't peep that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just thought they just gave them names because they're like Naruto's just always like those. They're like the legendary Sanin or right, like right. The, like what yeah. you guys are just giving names to shit. Exactly. Demon yeah. Wind Shuriken. Oh what you're just throwing a Shuriken. I There's was, no Demon Wind with that. Sorry, sorry. That's good. No, I'm so glad that he could only open eight though because you know that it. I mean, no, he could only open five because you know if he could open all eight, he probably would, and that would be terrifying. Oh yeah, Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, the last one is literally the is of death. he will die. Yeah. yeah, if he opens it. Well, and that's and that's what Kakashi explains is that all if you open all eight, you like dwarf even the Hokage's strength. You're like a god, like that girl yeah. from your daycare. <laughs> and, um, Do you think she knows how to open all eight? That's oh, what I'm thinking. Oh gosh, maybe that's definitely. What she was doing. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking she's struts she's in. There, she was, like, she was doing the gate of rest. Eight. She's yeah. getting ready for the next one. No, she's powerful. <laughs> Yeah, no, most definitely. But opening all eight, like we said, means certain death. Kakashi scolds Guy for teaching his students such a dangerous technique, allowing his personal feelings to cloud his judgment. The uh, hot take, I think the episode should have ended here with Kakashi going, he would die. No, yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah. Was the point where I was like, fuck. fuck. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, it should have ended here because they did a really awkward, just black screen. Yeah. And they're like, okay, and that was kind of a cool, dramatic back. manga ending. And then, oh, nope, there's more words. Yeah, yeah. I was, thinking he was, I was thinking he was either going to lose or die, and both of those would be really bad. No, either win or die, and winning would be great, but, like, he could die. And right. then I was like, what if he both wins and no, dies? No, that's what I thought was going to happen yeah. right but after he said that. I was exactly, like, oh, I was like, gonna oh, beat, crap. He's going to beat Gara, and then immediately after, he's just going to croak. Die. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I just think that this everything after Kakashi saying you could die uh -huh. could definitely be fitting like fitted in the beginning of the next episode yeah, I agree. because even the, at the start of the the first episode we watched there was just a janitor sweeping up like shit mm. like they, yeah. was that like a jonin janitor do you think they yeah, like passed the <laughs> yeah yeah he, he, he got his fucking like ninja equivalent of the master's degree and he's just sweeping shit up now yeah yeah <laughs> but um right so Guy made Lee swear not to open those inner gates unless he was doing something even more important than protecting someone precious to him, which is what basically the stipulation for him using all of his other techniques is. So below, the air around Lee starts like vibrating and the floor below him is torn up and like all of his veins pop out in his face and his skin turns red and he glows with energy and... and this animation mm -hmm. was fucking insane yeah it was so like, weird but in the best way like I've it was just never, like, so recognize, much except for when they were first in the forest of death i like i never recognize whether or not it's good animation uh -huh. yeah but i was watching this and i was like holy shit this is so good yeah mm -hmm. and it, was, it just felt like you could feel like how what the energy was like in there because of like how they yeah like, it's really visceral yeah, yeah yeah and um he, he gets this like green aura and stuff and he opens the third gate the gate of life to protect the one thing more important than someone precious to him his own dreams which uh pretty oh. baller the heartstrings pretty baller yeah. yeah yeah and then so episode 50 opens with everyone like shocked by lee's transformation and kakashi he's using his sharingan to watch as lee pushes past and opens the fourth gate the gate of pain which that's actually when he starts to glow green yeah. and he rockets forth so fast that the ground like tears up oh. beneath his feet he kicks up from below gara so hard that the shockwave hits everybody looking and before they can even figure out what's going on gara's up in the air and we don't even like we don't even know where Lee is yeah. he's vanished the <laughs> sand from below tries to shield Gara, but before it can get to him Lee kicks him from midair chipping away at his sand armor so 
Yeah, and mm. Lee continuously like it's it's almost cart- it's like really kind of silly the way that Lee keeps hitting Gara like all over. Yeah, in the they air. just bounce around. They definitely needed some filler for a minute. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, most definitely. <laughs> but uh, Lee's nose starts to bleed, and as he like uh, uh, winds up for a heavy punch on Gara, we hear his muscles audibly tearing apart. Um, and then he he opens the fifth gate, the gate of closing, for this final punch. Gara is like scared now. He's like, oh shit, I'm actually gonna, you know, lose in a fight, which has never happened to him before. And uh, before Lee punches Gara, he looks towards Neji, his rival, ultimately, and he's like, oh, I was saving this power for you. I hope that you're watching. Just before Lee punches Gara, he like flashes, because Gara was holding his hands up to his face to defend a little bit, but Lee flashes even to bypass that and slams him in the in the um, gut. And then Gara starts falling down, but he doesn't even let Gara land. He wrapped him in his bandage and he pulls him back up for like an even another even harder, earth-shattering punch that slams him into the ground and completes the hidden lotus. Then Lee tumbles to the ground and reverts back to his original form. As Gara falls, his gourd transforms into sand, which cushions his fall a little bit. Then, from the bed of sand, Gara reaches out towards Lee. This was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, at this point, Lee, really he won. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. he def won. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's visibly difficult for Gara to raise his hand. And, like, if Lee had a superpower like Gara does, he would have been able to beat him. It's just that, yeah. you know? Yeah, he only do so much. Yeah, so it is, and it's really clearly difficult for Gara to raise his hand, but still he does. And he commands a wave of sand forward, and Shino recognizes this oh. as the sand coffin technique. Ugh. Yeah, Lee's muscles are too torn for him to get away. You know what's uh, an oxymoron? What? Uh, umbrella rain. Because after he did the the uh, sand burial on oh. that one guy, all of his umbrellas started falling because that was his gimmick. Yeah, it is strange to have it be raining umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I guess you can get something to cover yourself up with pretty easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I would, my, my umbrella of like three years just recently broke. Oh. In like a, a monstrous storm we had here recently. Mm-hmm. I got so fucking angry, I jammed it into a trash can. I just got, <laughs> s- and I let the rain hit me, and I, I was just screaming like, like I was, that was literally, yeah. I was screaming like I was in a fucking movie, just beating the shit out of the trash can with my umbrella, just like, I've had you for three fucking years, and, and was, now you betray me! I was I was beating myself for it, because I was like, I shouldn't even have gone to the hub, I'm not even that hungry, I was just gonna get fucking honey buns, like always, and I lost my umbrella out of that. It looked like Ben 10, guys, it was cool, it's it was tragic. green and black. Wait, wait, your example of cool and dramatic is Ben 10? Yeah, dude, name someone cooler than Ben 10 and I mean, I can, I just think that's interesting. Yeah, no, dude, forearms in the fire... Fucking alien, we're like the coolest people to meet ever. Heat blast. Heat blast? Yeah. You know, blast. real nerd right here. He knew the name. <laughs> Damn it again. <laughs> First, this is why he goes to the gym. First, the, I know it literally is. First the rat tail, now I know Ben Ten's aliens. But um, luckily for for Lee, Gara is really really weakened by the previous attacks, and so he's only able to grab onto Lee's arm and leg. Still, with those appendages confined, Gara uses the sand coffin and just like eviscerates oh, them. I yeah. Hated it. Yeah. Like it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Felt like watching Jaws, bro. That shit was crazy. <laughs> just just like down. creeps up on him and ah. <laughs> Lee falls to the ground unconscious, but Gara doesn't let up, sending another wave of sand at his foe, eager to kill him. But before it can hit, 
guy steps in and swats it aside. This is bullshit. Why are, when they first started, mm -hmm. like, the tuning exam, like, this fight, they're always like, guys, no interfering, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you could die. Like, you we'll could let you die, die if you we'll let you go. Like, you will pass into the next life. And all the, all these teachers are interfering and shit. But that goes to show, like, just, like, teachers who haven't intervened. Kakashi stopped these kids from dying, like, at all. Uh, he, inter Kakashi intervened with the Hyuga. It's Asuma who doesn't give a shit. Oh, no, 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 But, like, that's... No, he doesn't stop... Like, he stops, like, Neji yeah, from killing Hinata. Having, yeah. But his own not kids. His like, own, Naruto, not, Sasuke, not Sakura. Oh, yeah. He let him rock. Hinata. They were gonna die, and he said, fuck it, I do not but care. But they didn't really need it. I mean, Sakura battled Ino, which was nothing, kind of. No, but, like, she, she would def Wait go... Yeah. After, after the <laughs> oh, Yeah, when you two fight. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... We'll truly decide the real winner. And Naruto won his fucking fight by farting. Oh, forget that. Became a fucking cartoon. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, that's an important thing to remember. Um, so it's weird, though. When Guy steps in to defend Lee, Gara, like, he's, we see these flashes of, like, everyone he knows who we don't even know yet. Like, we don't know Gara's backstory. Yeah. And they just, it shows and it cracks and he, like, grabs his head in agony. And he's just like, why would you save Lee? He's a failure. What's worth saving? Bro, go take a walk. It's fucking like, weird. Yeah, yeah dude. What what go, go, yeah. Don't bring like, that into the down. field, bro. <laughs> Leave, leave the I dude there's there's okay so I'm not on Facebook I, at all sure. I'm not but a lot of my friends from back home are and one of them made a post and I don't really talk to this guy often but he made a post going hey underground fight club in my crib leave the beef at the door let's come settle this like man <laughs> What the fuck? And yeah. he was like, DM for my address. Like, he was serious. And well, I, that's the thing. Like, when Eli and I did real fighting in the yard, you know? Yeah. You can't bring your beef from the PS2. Like, Leave my rat tail alone, bro. <laughs> Stop making fun of my fucking bandanas. <laughs> this is a one-on-one, -on -one, like, man-on-man -man combat right here. Yes. Another phase of my life, I uh, wore different colored bandanas to school every day. Um, Tell them why. Yeah, um, well, okay, so my ears kind of <laughs> stick out, and I, it's really embarrassing, and so I would use the bandanas to tie them up against my head, and, um, oh, they were colorful, oh, and I'm saying bandana, you might think, like, um, you know, I don't know, like, soccer wear, like, like, Morgan's doing it right now, or, I don't know, how you wear a bandana, I did it like a Naruto headband, I tied it around <laughs> my forehead, so that it held my ears back, yeah. <laughs> There's only one piece, like, yeah. Were you allowed to wear bandanas in school? Not, yes, yes. Because we weren't allowed. Interesting. Like, really? Because it's, it's like associated with like gang stuff. Oh yeah, so many so gangs in Syracuse. No, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there is. Public yeah. schools <laughs> ban like the weirdest shit. We got um, you couldn't bring playing cards to school. Yeah, same. Yeah, that, mm. they, they, took, they took away those like little silly band. Oh yeah, well silly bands got banned pretty much everywhere. That yeah. shit is crazy. Fidget spinners got banned. Those got banned in my school. Oh, Damn. I feel like they didn't mind too. Or That's I think it so stupid. Been, like, by class, mm. but like a lot of teachers were like, leave them shit at home. I mean, like I get it. I was in class in this room actually earlier today, and uh, my friend brought a, a, a fidget cube, and my professor had to like tell me like, hey, could you could you stop? And I was like, what? What am I doing? And then you have I, a fidget cube? I don't. My friend uh, uh, Lenore. Uh. And then um, I'm playing with the cube. I didn't even realize it, but I'm like clicking the shit out of it mid like presentation. So she would be like. So sensation and like the way the ear works and yeah. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck. Like our fucking distorted episode that oh, we had. That shit was oh, no. insane. Uh, of course, for Guy, the answer as to why he would defend Lee is clear. He's his student, and his student is precious to him. Oh my gosh! And he just like guy just like stepped in and like tried to use emotions against Gara of all people, who's yeah. like so stoic. But it kind of worked, and that was just I, like I, well, I was so confused. Gara just kind of gets pissed off. I guess. But in like a, 
in like a but it, it was like different it, than his normal like yeah it was like his baseline is pissed off story and was like that hurt yeah yeah I'm mad at you because that like that means he felt something yeah he's no longer the shell of a person like he's emoting right and he got mad which was weird like guy made him feel something yeah, yeah. It, it does it makes me curious as to what gara's backstory is exactly. you know and like why this hit him so hard but yeah gara struggles to his feet and the sand already reforming his gourd and smoothing his cracked skin he just storms off he's like i quit <laughs> but he's already won because oh. guy intervened though before hayate can declare gara the winner lee stands up again it's like the illest powerful manga oh, shot. Yeah. yeah. His yeah, Lee's whole body is trembling and blood is pouring from his hand and his leg. But still, he takes a fighting stance. Kakashi considers how this must be impossible, and Guy goes over to Lee, he's like, You don't have to fight anymore, you've already proved yourself to be a splendid ninja. But Lee's not even conscious. He's like we see his eyes and they're yeah. glazed. Yeah, he's, he's gone. Like, he's faded. So he's like out, like he's like yeah. asleep. Not asleep, but you know. No, he's just not consciously like, yeah, he, there. Yeah, he's knocked out, but still every fiber of his being wills him to stay standing. Wow. Yeah, his, his that whole like ninja code, the whole like, I'll never give up. That's in his blood, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Guy bursts into tears and gives yeah. Lee a hug. And he yeah, he's like, you've, you've done it. You've proved yourself. You're amazing. And I love you. And it's oh. great. But all the same, Hayate declares Gara the victorious. Sakura attempts to jump down and confront Lee, but Kakashi stops her. He's like, at this point, really saying anything would only make this like worse. But Which is like but also, a good. Would love Sakura no, to run no, up to no, no, no. Him. I, <laughs> like, I know point, he's unconscious. No, no, but, like, he's love that. It would not help. He's not there. Lee's not there. It's just his body who just but wants like, to fight. When he woke up, like finding out that she like cared to run over, he'd love no, because no, he would be even more sad. He's like, oh no, Sakura saw me lose. <sighs> That's like You're the right. illest thing for him. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you although. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Kakashi played it smart there. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, there's no Kakashi near Naruto, and he jumps down <laughs> and runs towards Lee, and he he passes Gara, and there's like this, the, you know, everything around them goes white, and it's just like this, bam. Um, I don't know. They just kind of have a moment, you know. Yeah. Not a good moment though. They're not falling in love over here. Not like mm. Raj and that guy at the Brockhampton concert. This is it. <laughs> We did fall in love. No, he okay. He, he took me on a date to Chick Fil A at NYU, and it was it was strange because it was like my first time having Chick Fil A. Mm -hmm. It was my first time being at like a private school, and everyone everyone there was a dick. Yeah. Everyone there was just the illest dick, and they all knew it that like they could slap me with their wallet size. Right, like, it right. It would hurt very much. So. Yeah. The guy was nice though. Nothing happened. Hope you're doing well. He invited me to a concert. And I just didn't answer. Hope you're okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, lot of was good. a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Naruto and Gara have this like moment, and it's like surely they'll throw hands eventually, you know. Mm. But then Naruto runs over to Lee, and he's just kind of looking at him in awe as the medical ninja examine him. And then one of the medics pulls Guy over to the side, and Naruto overhears while the medic is like, "So here's the dealio. Because of Lee opening the inner gates, it's gonna oh. take." forever and it's going to be incredibly painful for him to be rehabilitated and that combined with the fact that his leg and arm are like destroyed means he'll never be able to fight again they ended his career yeah that's Shit that's like so, that hard, so heartbreaking. Hard, yeah heartbreaking yeah. i thought he was going to be dead though like I, they were no but this is worse so no this is but way this worse is, than him being dead yeah because there's like there's yeah. like honor in dying in a fight 
But, uh, but this, that, yeah. he's never going to be able to like do anything again. Mm -hmm. Even when he wasn't conscious, all he wanted to do was fight. So now he can't even yeah. do that. Yeah. And so imagine what it's going to be like for Lee waking up in the hospital and being told, no. yeah, your career, oh, you, you can't, you, you, you thought that you were pushing yourself and you did all this to become a splendid ninja, and now you can't be a ninja yeah. at all anymore. Shit like that is so heartbreaking. There was a kid in my high school that our homecoming game, I think it may have been junior year or senior year. Yeah. Um, he was on the football team, and during the game, he, like, fell down and broke his femur, oh. which is one of the hardest, like, well, I think it actually might be the hardest bone to recover from yeah, breaking, yeah. because it's such a thick bone, and it takes so long for it to heal and Jesus, and, and that just, like, and ended his career. Gonna, I think it may have been senior year, because he was, like, would have had a full ride to oh. any college. Yeah. And he had to, like, so, like, yeah, that's tragic. And it's, 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 yeah, it's a similar thing. Yeah. Also, Lee is the first, like, of our heroes to lose, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, everyone else has gotten well, through. No, Sakura lost. Sakura, although she tied. That's a draw. A yeah. draw isn't oh, yeah. a loss, but it's not but, a win. It's, and we kind of like Eno, too, you know? Yeah, she's like, not bad. We, she's redeemed herself, yeah. definitely. Well, Hinata? Is it not really? Oh yeah, heroes, I would say like, Hinata. She's yeah, like, definitely who we're rooting that's for. That's true. Yeah, so we've had two losses in a row, I guess. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, that does suck. <laughs> but uh, so Naruto refuses to believe that Lee's career is going to be over, and um, Guy approaches Lee shamefully because he only wanted his student to succeed in this seemingly impossible goal, but. Now it's like ended his career. And this is actually, I think, the saddest part in any of these episodes. Naruto screams at Lee for failing. Yeah, this, it sucked. It yeah, hurts so it's, bad. He, he's like, you said that we could, even though we were losers, we could be splendid ninja. How fucking oh dare gosh. you lose? And like, because yeah. Naruto is a loser too. Yeah, they're yeah. so similar in like their like mindset towards all, like both of them are the never give up and that's why they're good. Yeah. Know? And yeah. he... Lost. And Lee, and he didn't give up, but yeah. he's still lost. Yeah, and it's uh, oh. he just keeps screaming at him, but Kakashi restrains him, and he's oh. like, "Listen, this obsession that Lee had was what it did was this to him." Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which must be so hard for Naruto to hear. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Gara, <laughs> this is where he does the, the weird move because he, he he turns into sand and he like appears up. With he went the, for the full Joker <laughs> dance, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. He did, uh, it's the weirdest fucking pose I've ever seen, even in this show. He's so weird. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason for it. It just happened. Yeah, but the um, the other sand people there are like, oh, thank God, the real worst case scenario didn't happen. So we still don't even know the full extent of Gara's powers. Yeah, like there's still something. Yeah. Who is this fucking uh, uh, teacher that they have with them? The I know, just like their chaperone. chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Kakashi approaches Guy and apologizes uh, for like scolding him for teaching Lee how to open the inner gates because he's like, listen, man, if I had a student like that, I probably would have taught it to him too. Like, I, I can see how, how you were swayed by, you know, your feelings for this kid. The group then clears out of the arena to allow the next match to start. Now, that's the end of Gara versus Lee, but there's a little bit afterwards. Basically, yeah. there are only two Geni left. It's Dosu and Choji. Yeah, and they step forward for their battle. Dosu... <laughs> After all of that, they were just so awkward walking into the circle. Yeah, no, how do you <laughs> top that? No, they're yeah. like, okay, we got it. I know, it, it, it would suck to have to yeah, follow like, that. I know. But it, it is, it's also awkward because Dosu walks like fucking... He, um, yeah, he's so like... He's like, that's me. <laughs> you've ever seen me after I like went to bed at 4 a.m. and had to wake up for an 8 a.m.? That's me with my fucking sweatshirt walking. Across, <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, I guess I have to do this. Yeah, now. yeah. And Shoji walks in. He's only in it for the barbecue, you know? Um, <laughs> but Dosu recognizes now for the first time, and for those of you that don't um 
out there, obviously, at the live show, if you're listening, you've listened, but um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who don't know what's going on, Orochimaru is, like, the big bad guy, and he's sort of after Sasuke. We don't really know why, but Dosu realizes now that he's only a pawn for Orochimaru to test Sasuke's power, but still, he's determined to prove his strength. Mm-hmm. And Choji... He doesn't care about the battle. He just wants food, bro. He's just thinking about the all-you-can-eat barbecue. And that's the end of episode 50. That's the end of all the episodes. Guys, what do we think? How are we, how are we feeling? I'm just kind of really mad. Yeah. Like, I... Effort is all that you can give. Mm-hmm. When, like... Like, the people that are like, oh, I never studied for a test in high school. I didn't have to. And then I got, I like, 99. for quoting you. <laughs> like, those, like... I very heavily relate... Yeah. ...to Lee... Because, like, he has to work so hard. Yeah. And even then... It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Yeah. But it was, because he... Even at the end, he was still fighting. And, that, and that's my biggest thing, is, like, fuck this shit, dude. Like, Lee beat Gara in Gaara's my opinion. Yeah, Gara's a bitch. Like, yeah. Gara's the sand. hardest one he could have possibly Absolutely. Lee like, would have bodied Neji. He would have bodied he Sasuke. He would anyone. Anyone else he fought. Yeah, 100%. for sure. Like, yeah. Fucking putting a kid up against Gara isn't fair. Yeah, because Gara's doesn't... He didn't do anything. Yeah. He just stood. And it should have <laughs> like, been like... They, they should have fucking intervened. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was yeah. fair at all. The sand was basically intervening for Gara. Yeah, like, exactly. So Guy intervening did nothing compared to the sand. After he had completed the Hidden Lotus, uh-huh. I feel like they should have called it there. Yeah. Gara was down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The moment before he raised his hand to do the fucking sand coffin or whatever... Yeah. They should have called it there. But I think Lee was also on the ground at that point is the only thing. Which is why they should have called it. Oh, and been like, all right, we have to stop yeah. this match. Yeah. You're probably right. And maybe Gar should just be disqualified for his shitty attitude. Yeah, well, that's right. That's sportsmanship. <laughs> Fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, seriously. I wanted Lee to win so bad. Yeah. No, and it's really sad that he didn't. Also, just one uh, one little note. Why the fuck does Guy look so weird in 48? Oh, yeah, no, he's he very defined. Yeah, it's the best animated episode, but they keep showing, like, really detailed shots of his face when he's like, let's go, Lee! But, it, like, the camera, like, swirls around his face, and you see, like, his snot flying and everything. Um, all right, do you guys have any uh, other thoughts about these episodes or anything? Oh, they're so fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's so, so good. good. I mean, there's a reason yeah. that these are, like... I was not disappointed. Well, I was disappointed with the outcome, but I was not disappointed oh, yeah. with the I, Yeah, if there's yeah. any, like, takeaway, the ending of the last episode, Dosu Choji... That didn't need to be a thing. That should have Yeah, that should have been the next like, episode. Yeah. Should, that was just such an so awkward ending. The way the, ep- the, way the, the way the episodes ended, not so good. I feel like so the way good. they were cut up, too, was just weird. Yeah, but like, deaf. But, you gotta fit it in. But, but that's like a problem Naruto suffers throughout the entire series, is that true. they could have deaf yeah. put a bunch of episodes together. Well, to well, be fair, I feel like this took a good amount of time. It was just where they decided yeah. to end yeah. the episode and start a new yeah. one. It was just well, it's strange. hard to cut like a exactly, masterpiece. Exactly, you know? It's yeah, that nasty true. ass Cartoon Network twenty minute time slot they got to fit into, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, all in all, there's a Fantastic, reason these yeah. are like the most iconic episodes oh, in the yeah. whole show. Oh my gosh. All right, so, so uh, that's pretty much it for uh, the Naratalk live show. I want to give a huge thanks to Austin, who is right there, and he, he's out in the audience. And um, he's the, yeah, yeah, big thanks to Austin. Yeah, for real. He's the head of Anime Club, and he's like a big reason that a lot of this happened. Um, of course, Nick Astor, he's not here right now, but let's still clap for Nick Astor anyway. So, really good stand up and everything. And of course, um, for our ch- uh, tuning tier patrons out there, we thank him every episode. One of them's here. Here, right now, Nina, Nina Kelly. <laughs> the fucking best. Just yeah. the best person. And Dave Mata, who couldn't be here because he has four kids and a family. Shout out Dave. He'd be here if he could. Shout out his kids. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for coming. You're all wonderful people. Yes. Thank you for being and, here. And uh, as always, be, be safe, have fun, believe it. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. And with that, 
we are at the end of the first ever Talk live show. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. We definitely had an absolutely amazing time. Again, like, huge thanks to absolutely everybody who came out and helped and was there and supported us. Uh, Austin Coppola, the head of the anime club, who helped to get everything set up. Nick Astor, who did the pre-show stand-up performance for us, which we may be putting out later. I'm not super sure yet, but he opened for us while we were there. And, of course, as always, every week, uh, big thanks to our tuning tier patrons, Dave Mata and Nina Kelly, who actually, Nina Kelly, uh, was able to come out and see the show. So, big thanks to them and and everybody and all of our patrons, of course. Um, if you'd like to let us know what you think of the podcast, the episode, uh, us, tell us how you liked the live show. You know, I'm really curious to to see what you guys thought. Um, you can reach us at the following places. Our Gmail is naratalkpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook is Naratalk, the Naruto Shit Podcast. Our YouTube is Naratalkpod on YouTube. You know, you just look that up. Our Instagram and Twitter are both at naratalkpod. You can use hashtags like naratalkpod or naratalker. You know, whatever. It all it all probably helps. I don't really know how hashtags work. But our website is www.naratalk.wordpress.com and our Patreon is www... You know, I mean, that's how websites start. But patreon.com forward slash naratalkpod. That is, you know, that's what makes a podcast possible. So if you can, throw us a dollar or two to help support us. Um, there are tiers on our Patreon. At $2, you can get into our Discord, which has actually a lot of people now. It's, it's, it's really taking off. It's pretty fantastic. Um, so that's only $2. And then the $5 tier, you get bonus episodes. $10, you get to suggest what a bonus episode's about. You know, just, you keep getting more as it goes up. But any amount of money is appreciated. And so is, you know, so is just your, your any, any support. You know what I mean? Links for all that stuff is in the description below. Uh, please like, subscribe, rate, whatever you do, wherever you are. It's really appreciated. Um, if you're listening in the podcast app, you can leave us a five-star review without even without even leaving the app. It's right there, right? It's super easy. And uh, we read one of those out usually on episodes. I don't want to read one out now because, you know, I'm I'm not with everybody else, and I feel like that's part of the fun, you know, but usually we read out a five-star review, so leave one of those, and everyone will hear it, even if it's negative, you know, with five stars, I always read it, but uh, tell your friends about the podcast, that's a great way to get new listeners, and maybe convert them, who knows, into, uh, into Naruto fans, or fans of the podcast, whatevs, man, you know, and uh, big thanks, as always, to Glenn Federico for our logo, and our, you know, cover art, and Ali Caruso, who does the episode art, usually, and, uh, all right, next Monday, we're going to be covering episodes 51, 52, and 53. Let us know what you think of those if you watch ahead. And, uh, yeah, once again, huge thanks to everyone who came to the live show. It was, uh, it, it, you know, it really meant a lot to me to have everybody out there, and it was really something special. So I, I really hope you guys enjoyed it, and hopefully we'll do a lot more of them in the future. Maybe even be able to, you know, go places where, where uh, you know, our listeners are, go to a couple big cities. Who knows what the future holds? But uh, until then... Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, be safe, have fun, believe it. (laughs) 